Hey, it's Izzy Sports. We are back again with our third and final roster dive into the Jimmy Retired Fantasy Football League. Today, we will be going over uh, Mr. Garrett Lord's team, uh, Notorious Big Balls. Then we will move our way to Mr. Jake's team, the Morgantown Muff Munchers. And then we will move our... Uh, we will move to Mr. Chase Gump's team, the Gump Truck. All right. So uh, just to start off, um, I want to thank everyone for the support that we have been getting. Um, when I first decided to do this, I honestly had no idea that anyone would listen. So just the fact that people are listening and tuning in and I'm seeing that, that's absolutely amazing. Um, also, I just purchased... Um, a tripod stand. I have my camera ready. Um, I'm just waiting for a mic and then I'm going to start, um, my YouTube channel. So whenever that comes out, uh, I'll make sure to link that. And, um, it'd be awesome if everyone could go give support on that, like they're doing on this. Um, I, I may go ahead and start without my, uh, mic and then just do with my camera and, um, with my headphones, just kind of like how I do the podcast. The sound isn't that bad, but I'm waiting on my mic, and then um, hopefully we'll be pumping out some YouTube videos along with the podcast as well. All right, so let's go ahead and get into it. We're going to start with the Tories Big Balls. Um, we're, we are going to grade like we have been. So going over these, uh, I'll give the grades for each position. I'll give the final grade. Uh, I, I may give some trade um, advice. In, in between or some maybe some waiver wire pickups, anything like that. Uh, this is coming out right before the game on Thursday night, right before the Chiefs and Texans game. I am, um, I, I'm, I'm almost, or actually it's, the game starts in about 40 minutes. So uh, this isn't going to be long. It's going to be pretty quick, pretty straight to it. There is only three teams, so we shouldn't have that much of a problem. Um, but yeah, let's get right into it. So at quarterback uh, for Notorious Big Balls, we have Tom Brady. Now, I, I like Tom Brady this year. I think he's, he's, he's out to prove something. Um, plus, he's playing in an extremely talented offense. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, uh, O.J. Howard, Rob Gronkowski, Leonard Fournette, uh, Rojo, just surrounded with talent. Now, I did mention in a podcast earlier about how I, I like the Bucks defense this year. And when I do, li- I, I do like them this year. Um, but I, I will say that I like their front seven a lot more than I like their secondary. So I wouldn't be surprised if the Bucks are in um, some high-scoring games, especially against good passing teams. So I, at, quarterback for t- or at quarterback for G's team, I'm going to give them a B. I'll give Tom Brady a B. Let's move our way to running back, where he has the RB1, um, the consensus RB1, and CMC. Not much to explain there. I think that he will be, again, the top two or three back um, in that. And then we won't spend much time on him because, of obviously, he was he's the best running back in fantasy. Um, Todd Gurley as his RB2. Now, th- here's a guy who... Uh, not too long ago was the RB1 in fantasy. So we 
we are looking at a healthy season away from Garrett having possibly potentially two top five, top six running backs. Uh, now, it, the thing is with Gurley is can he stay healthy? And he, and most people don't realize this because he, he didn't put up the numbers um, last year as he did in 2018. He played 15, I think it was 15 games. So people, you know, are out on him about playing um, all 16 games. He played 15 games last year. And I think that if you get 15 games out of him this year, um, you're going to have a back that's at, at least top 15 um, with top five upside. So at the running back position, I I gave him a B plus just because of the girly injury history. Um, but it, that could easily make its way up to A, A plus, um, 100% with that. So we have that. Let's go to wide receiver where he has Chris Godwin, Terry McLaurin, and Tyler Boyd. Um Godwin, I like how he stacked Brady and Godwin. I like that stack this year. I think Godwin is um, going to be the number one receiver on his team, um, especially in targets. Uh, maybe not touchdowns, but definitely targets. Um, so I, I like Godwin, top 10 wide receiver option every week. I like that. Then we have Terry McLaurin, who is an upside play. He played awesome last year um, as a rookie. Hopefully we don't see that uh, sophomore slump because I am a big McLaurin fan. Uh, he came from. Ohio State, which is a college team that I root for. Uh, but, yeah, yeah. so I, I like McLaurin, but he's the QB position is, uh, let's say, unsettling at the least. So it, that's a guy that, you know, he's he's not not so much boom or bust, but I could see um, takes a step back and maybe falls into a sophomore slump. Uh, but, but I'm hoping not. And then we have a, um, a guy in Tyler Boyd who – if we see AJ Green, uh, if he can't stay healthy, then Tyler Boyd's going to be the number one option. And uh, Bengals offense, who I, which I think is going to be very good. Um, I'm super high on Joe Mixon this year. I'm actually high on Boyd and AJ Green. Um, even if Boyd is the number two option, I still think that there's value there for sure. Still think he's a top 30 wide receiver um, and, and a and a wonderful flex play. Uh, so that wide receiver wise, I gave him a, a B rating which is a fair uh, fair grade there. I think that it's it, it uh, kind of aligns with everyone else. Um, and then we'll move to tight end where he has Travis Kelsey, A-plus grade. My tight end won this year. Uh, we'll see him play tonight. I think he's going to have a huge game tonight. So <clears throat> he's got the A-plus for Travis Kelsey. Not much to say. He plays on the best offense in football with the best quarterback in football. Um, and it's hard to double-team him with all the weapons that – that they have with Tyree Kill and C.E.H. Uh, and then McCall Hardman or Sammy Watkins um, or Demarcus Robinson. It doesn't it doesn't matter that it, whoever's on the field, they got speed. And most of the time, every time that they're on the field, they have somebody that can take the top off the defense. So it's hard to double team Travis Kelsey. So he faces a lot of one on one matchups. And that's just it's too much to ask. Um of anyone really uh, safety's too small linebackers too or yeah safety's too small linebackers too slow um a perfect matchup nightmare and i think that he will be the tight end one in fantasy this year let's move to bench so his bench got a huge boost when the reds or when the washington football team cut antonio or when they cut Andrew, adrian peterson um 
with him having Antonio Gibson there, I, I think a lot of people are going to rely on Gibson to play their flex spot this, this week. Um, and maybe moving forward, uh, this, this gives G a lot of flexibility and uh, trade value um, with Gibson. And then he also has Kareem Hunt, who I, I, I'm very big on this year. I love the Browns offense in general. Um, and talk about a guy who has standalone value, but is probably the, the best handcuff you, you can have. Because if we would see something happen to Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt's going to go right in as a number one uh, back, and he's going to be a top six running back um, in the league. Then we uh, move on to a guy in uh, Boston Scott. So Boston Scott plays in an offense that is very well. It, it's it, Let's say this. It's an extremely good offense, even if they don't have a lot of talent at the skill positions. So you see a guy like Boston Scott really thrive because their wide receiver depth is is limited. And when you have a guy like Greg Ward out there playing wide receiver for you, and no disrespect to Greg Ward, but he's he's no superstar. He's not a star. He's he's honestly cut on a lot of rosters. He he doesn't make the team. So we're gonna see Boston Scott I think get a lot of playing time this year, and he's gonna catch a lot of passes. Um, and Miles Sanders is banged up right now. So going into week one, you could see Boston Scott get a lot of hype. Um, and if he has a good game, you could see his value go way up and G looks to trade him. And then uh, we move to Jamison Crowder, who is going to be, um, I think, a target monster for the Jets team this year. Uh, they got rid of Robbie Anderson. So they, I, I can't remember if they, who they got. I know they got Denzel Mims in the draft. Um, but, you know, Crowder is going to be that target. Uh, target guy for Sam Darnold, probably the check downs. Um, big on, I like Crowder this year. Um, I could see him, I could see him struggling if he does have to take that number one receiver role. Um, but for a bench guy and, you know, subbing during bye weeks or anything like that, I like Crowder. Uh, then we move to Justin Jefferson, who was, um, who is the number two receiver in the Minnesota Vikings offense. They, um, you know, they, they put that out on their depth chart. He was, um, right behind Adam Thielen. So what do you say? You, you got a guy who's replacing Stefan Diggs and he, he's not as good as Diggs, um, yet, yet at least he, he is unique and he's a, he's a different player than Diggs. He's hopefully he gets some time in the slot, um, where you see, where you saw a majority of his time in college. Um, but you could see, you know, Adam Thielen, move into the slot. That's where Thielen likes to play. So I like Jefferson this year. He plays in an offense that's run heavy, run heavy, but you know, Kirk Cousins is going to get his and um, that means Thielen and Jefferson will thrive for sure. And then we moved to his uh, tight end two behind Kelsey, which is Chris Herndon. Herndon's a guy that I I think is, um, he's a sleeper this year. I don't think he's a breakout candidate. I don't think he's going to be, you know, a top five tight end. But I think he could move his way into the top 12, top 10, top 10, top 12 tight ends, which would make him a tight a starter every week. Um, I like Herndon. I think that if Darnold, um, if they can develop a, a rapport together, I think that Darnold will really like Herndon. Um, you know, Herndon played well last year uh, when he was healthy. And then, you know, Darnold had, was battling mono last year. So the whole Jets offense is just going to be better as a whole this year, which means I like Herndon better. I like Crowder better. Um, I like Darnold. Uh, the one player in the Jets offense I don't like is uh, Le'Veon Bell, um, but we won't get too much into that. So 
<clears throat> that's G's team. I gave him a, a B rating. Um, he is the third B rating that uh, out of this um, that we've won over so far. We will see another one in the next guy um, and Jake's team, the Morgantown uh, Muff, Muff Munchers. Uh, creative name right there. I really like it. We moved to Jake's team at QB. He's got Patty Mahomes, A+. Obviously, my QB won this year. Um, love me, Mahomes. He's going to just dominate. Like I said, best best offense, best quarterback, best supporting cast. I don't know. And top three offensive coach. I don't know what there's not to like about him. You can't go wrong. You, you put him in your lineup and you don't change him um, the whole year outside of his bye week. Uh, don't get – don't fall in love with any matchup plays. Uh, you, you play Patty Mahomes. Um, a plus for that. We moved the running back where he has David Johnson. Now, some people think David Johnson is um, injury prone. Uh, so that's something that I don't I, I don't believe. Um, he really, you know, he, he broke his wrist one year and uh, he missed. He broke it like I think in the first or second game, he missed the rest of the season, which obviously, yeah, that's that sucks. But it, you break a wrist. It's not like it's something that you break it one time and you're just going to break it again. You're going to keep breaking it. I don't see that last year, you know, he had his troubles in um, Arizona, but in this Houston offense, which honestly doesn't really have that many playmakers. uh, They have cooks and fuller, but they're both battling injuries. I think you can see uh, DJ really, really have a good year this year. And then DJ is a guy that I like, uh, if he can stay healthy, I love him in Arizona, and um, he's a guy that you could see have a really good year. Um, then we have Kamara. Now Kamara went through a little stage for about a week, where his draft stock went from you know pick four to I was seeing him drop to seven, eight, nine um, in there somewhere, and I was I was like, man, is this is this contract? Is this uh, epidural that he had in his back? Is this is this a thing? Like, and then you know as it gets closer to the the end of the week and then the beginning of this week you, you you hear none of it and he's he's creeping right back up the draft boards he's creeping right back up the ranks Kamara RB4 um consensus I would say this uh so far um I really like Kamara I I don't think there's any really risk with him he's going to get his in the passing game and then he, you know he's going to get his touches uh on the ground as well Huge touchdown um, upside just because of the offense that he plays in. So at uh, Jake's running backs, he got a B-plus for them two for me. Then we can move to – he's got Adam Thielen, Juju, and T.Y. Hilton. All right. Now here's a couple guys that, you know, didn't have a great season last year, but I think all three have huge upside, top 15 upside this year. Thielen, um, I think the Vikings offense is going to be a little more pass-happy this year just because I think teams are going to, you know, settle in, key in on the run um, and try to limit Dalvin Cook, make Kirk Cousins beat him. Uh, we've seen what Thielen has done in the past. He's he's a, he's honestly great. He's underappreciated. He's undervalued. Um, he I, I like Thielen this year, and I'm not mad that he's the wide receiver one in this, in this team whenever you have a, you know, you have the best quarterback, you have a top five running back, you have a running back with top – five upside and then you know his floor is probably top 15 running back so whenever you move to feel i like Thielen here 
Um, then we moved to Juju, who, you know, played all last year without Ben. And that's obviously not something that you're – you can really overcome. When we look at the Steelers QB play last year, it was horrible. And, you know, they still had a pretty good year. And I I, lo- I love to fuck with Jim. Um, I, I hate the Steelers. But whenever I just take bias out of it, um, I think Big Ben's going to have a really good year this year. And Juju's going to benefit from that. Uh, kind of like when I talked about Deontay Johnson, um, you know, getting Ben back is just, it, it's going it, to, it improves their game so much. So I really like Juju this year. He's going to have a bounce back year. Um, top 15 receiver for me. And then we have the T.Y. Hilton, who, when Phil Rivers first, when he first signed, um, I, I was like, damn, this is going to be amazing for Hilton. I really like Hilton. Um, I think he's going to be a stud. I'm going to target him in my drafts. As time started to get closer, I, I started to think, I started to hear stuff out of camp. I was like, man, Hilton maybe may have lost a step. He's getting older. Philip Rivers doesn't really have the arm strength. Uh, T.Y., you know, will he develop that rapport with T.Y. like he had like with Keenan Allen? Um, so I, I started to fall on T.Y. And then, you know, as as time's getting uh, closer to the season, as we're starting week one, I just kind of remembered, I was thinking, I was like, T.Y.'s a dog. He, he, he is so underrated. It's unbelievable. He, there were seasons where he led the league in uh, yards and, he doesn't get any, like, never any credit from it. He he just shows up to work, um, and he does, he just plays well. And he's going to, I think he's going to torch um, Jacksonville this week. I think he's going to, you know, torch Houston twice and, and, and Jacksonville twice. Uh, I think their schedule kind of is kind of easy for him whenever you look at the, you know, wide receiver cornerback matchups, especially when you have a guy like Michael Pittman Jr. and Parrish Campbell on the other, um, you know, on the other sides uh, to take a little bit of pressure off of him. So I like T.Y. this year. I think he has top 15 upside along with the other three wide receivers um, in uh, on Jake's team. And then we can move to tight end where I, I gave him a C plus. I, I'm not a fan of Austin Hooper this year. I love the Browns offense with everyone except Austin Hooper, but I will say that I, I think I'm wrong. I could be wrong on this because Baker had that rapport with Mark Andrews at Oklahoma, and I, I think Hooper could could be his Mark Andrews, and I think that um, they could look more toward Austin Hooper than um, you know J- Jarvis underneath or um, maybe Hunt out of the backfield. I don't know. There's just a lot of mouths to feed in this Cleveland offense. So even though I'm really high on the whole, as the, in the as the, let me say this, I'm high on the offense as a whole. But I could I could see you know one of the players not doing as great as what they or what I, what I think they can because there's just so many mouths to feed. So for that I gave um, Jake a C plus grade at the tight end position, uh, and then let's move to his bench. So on his bench, he, I'll just go over all of them. Carson Wentz, Tariq uh, Cohen, Tony Pollard, Randall Cobb, Henry Ruggs, and Blake Jarwin. So he, ha- he has Carson Wentz on his bench. I'm a huge Wentz fan. I have him. He's my starting QB in my other league. Um, I'm a, uh, I love him this year. I think he's going to stay healthy. I think he's going to have a big year. But you have Patty Mahomes, so don't, th- don't get cute with your um, matchups. I would probably look to move Wentz, especially if he has a couple big seasons or a couple big weeks, and then you could see maybe like a QB injury happen. 
I would definitely look to move Wentz. Um, Tariq is someone that I'm not very big on this year. I, I'm not a big fan of him. Um, you know, he, he will have his weeks where he scores 25, um, but then he'll have his weeks where he scores five. So I think that I like him in best ball. I really do. I love him in best ball way more than I like him in um, standard. Tony, And then we move to Tony Pollard which Jerry Jones just came out and said, Tony Pollard has standalone value. He's, he's going to do a lot in the receiving game. Well, Jerry Jones ain't calling plays. And the Cowboys already have enough pass catchers, so I don't see Tony Pollard seeing that much um, work unless Zeke would get hurt. But if something happens to Zeke, Tony Pollard slips into the number one role, uh, top five back, top, you know, he, he's a top five back um, if something would happen to Zeke. So he, he's, he's a top, you know, five handcuff for sure. Um, I have him in the top five range, probably somewhere or behind probably Alexander Madison and Kareem Hunt, um, somewhere in like that. And then we have Randall Cobb. Um, now here's with Cobb, if he could, if he stays healthy and he, and you know, with Cook's battles and Cook's battling injuries, Fuller is healthy right now, but is, has always battled injuries in the past. I think you see Cobb slide into a role where he's seeing, you know, 20%, 25% of the target share on um, any given week. And that's always nice when you have Deshaun Watson throwing you the football. So I, I like Cobb. Um, I, I would keep him stashed on your bench, see what happens, see how um, the offense is playing. And then we have Henry Ruggs. Um, you know, he, he, I don't want to say it. We've never seen him play. I think he's going to be a boomer bust kind of guy this year. Um, he has the breakaway speed. He can take a, a screen, a slant, 90 yards, 80 yards, whatever. To the house, an open field, nobody on the field is going to catch him. Um, so I think he's a guy that you could you could stash. He has a couple big games. Maybe look to trade him. You never know what kind of value you can get. Um, it's not likely that he's going to pop off, be a top 10 wide receiver. So if you see him put up top 10, top 12 wide receiver numbers the first couple weeks, I would look to trade him, Jake. Um, that's just my opinion. And then we have Blake Jarwin. Um, Jarwin is a guy who I actually really like this year. You know the Cowboys are going to want to run the ball. I think you're always going to see Jarwin on the field. Um, regardless of the wide receivers, you know they're going to want to put the ball in Zeke's hands. You know they're going to run. Um, Jarwin's going to be on the field. And he, he's, a non, he's, he's a playmaker um, at tight end. I think he's underrated. He's a guy that I had starting um, in another league, and then I uh, got my hands on Mike Gusecki. So, uh, I have Jarwin on my bench in my other league. I'm going to keep him there and um, just kind of wait it out, see what happens. So that's Jake's team. Um, he also got a B. He got one, um, you know, like one number down from G in that B range. So he's the fourth B, um, fourth and final B on the ratings. Um, and then let's move our way to uh, – Gump truck. Um, where he has at quarterback, he has Jimmy G. Now, this is just something that I I'm not a big fan of. I I'm not a huge Jimmy G guy. I don't like Jimmy G honestly. Um, I, I think that there are guys out there that he could he could grab. I don't know exactly who's on the um, you know I don't know who's out there on the waiver wire. I'm not real sure. But I, th I think there's guys out there that you could see that have better years than Jimmy G. Um, and now he does have Ryan Tannehill on the bench. Tannehill, not a huge fan of, but I could see you playing Tannehill in certain matchups. Now this week, 
I'm going to, I would stick with Jimmy G and play him um, against Arizona. Then I'd, I'd rather have that than Tannehill at Denver. So um, at QB, I gave you a C uh, for Jimmy G. I think that th- there will be someone out there that you can pick up or even maybe try to trade for. I don't know. Oh, I, here, I'm looking at the waiver wire now. I, I, let's say this week, I'd rather have Jared Goff, um, Kirk Cousins, um, let's see, yeah, uh, maybe, you know who might be a sneaky play this, this week, and it could be Mitchell Trubisky, um, now I don't, I don't want to get, uh, Garrett's, uh, panties too wet for saying that, but I think Trubisky could be a sneaky play this week, um, but I, I honestly, if I were you, I might just stay put unless you want to move to um, Kirk Cousins. I, I like I said, I do like Kirk Cousins um, this week against Green Bay. All right, so you guys see great for QB. Now we can move the running back. You have a very unique running back situation with Melvin Gordon and Jonathan Taylor. Two guys, tremendous upside. Two guys, low low floor for me. So Melvin Gordon is someone that you could that we've seen dominate before, be top ten back. Um, he goes to a new offense in Denver with already has Philip Lindsay there. But like I mentioned, I think Philip Lindsay's a thing of the past. I think Gordon is um, going to be the lead role. I think he's going to catch his. I think he's going to get his in the passing game. I really like Melvin Gordon this year. Um, but th- these aren't just ranks on what I like. You know, I have to be. I can't be biased in these. So even though I love Melvin Gordon this year, and I, I'm fine with having him at uh, my running back one, especially with your wide receivers, um, I got I'm gonna give you a C plus for your running backs just because of the da- like, just because of the the floors that they have. They're not a very high floor. Um, but two guys with good with high ceilings, and then we move to Jonathan Taylor, who if Marlon Mack something happens to Marlon Mack, he becomes a starting running back. I think he's a top twelve back. Um, so very, I think he's got a very high ceiling. Um, but just coming out of camp, they're going to, they want to use Jonathan Taylor to keep Marlon Mack's legs fresh, um, you know, for the fourth. I don't know how, I don't really like that. Um, I don't hear that. You don't, or I don't like to hear that. You don't get very much confidence out of that. Um, if you're a Jonathan Taylor owner, but one thing that I will say is that are the Colts want to be a run heavy team. They want to run the football. Um, they, they have dogs on the offensive line. So I think you could see Jonathan Taylor break out. He's a guy that I would – I think I'd rather have on my bench to start out the year. Um, but I, I think your wide receivers will make up for it. And at wide receiver, you got an A. Um, DeAndre Hopkins, Tyreek Hill, Tyler Lockett. Hopkins – let's just say all three of them have high, have high ceilings. Excuse me. Um, extremely high ceilings for all three of them. Any given week, your wide receivers could score you a combined 100 points, and that's no joke. Um, we've seen Lockett, Hill, Hopkins all go off for 35-plus points. So that that's no joke. It, it, any it, there, could be week, there could be a week this year where your wide receivers score you 100 points. Um, so that, that would be, you know, phenomenal. You would win that week. Uh, for sure, but let's move to um, individual Hopkins. I, I'm lower on Hopkins than a lot of people this year, just because 
He's in a new offense with a new quarterback. It's a whole new system. Uh, but I say that, and then I say he's with Kyler Murray. He's with Cliff Kingsbury. Um, both who I uh, really like. Um, I love the offense. I think Kyler has a breakout year. And with Hopkins being the number one, obviously you can see the resemblance of him having a top, you know, I think yeah, I think he's wide receiver five, wide receiver six this year. Tyree Kill, we've talked about the Chiefs offense a lot today um, and in the past. Best offense in the league, um, best quarterback. Uh, just you can't say enough about Hill. I, I, he has wide receiver one upside, um, and that's without a doubt. I think he's a top three wide receiver this year for sure. So your wide receivers there, and then with Lockett, um, I, he's kind of a boomer bust kind of guy for me. But you're never out with him. There's been many times where I've seen him go catchless or targetless in the first half, and then in the second half he goes six for 120 yards and a touchdown. So he's a guy that'll have you zero points up until the fourth quarter and then give you, you know, give you 15 in one play. Um, so I love Lockett as a flex play. I really do. I think that he's perfect for that. Um, that And that's one of the reasons you got an A for your wide receiver range. Then we move the tight end with Evan Ingram. I gave you a B plus for this. I'm a huge Evan Ingram fan this year. I love uh, – I actually surprisingly love the Giants' offense as a whole this year. Um, I have Danny Dimes as my QB in this league, so that that he's my starter. I think he's my only QB on my roster, so if that tells you anything. Um, I, I love Evan Ingram. If he can stay healthy, I think he's a top five um, tight end. I think he's right in the range. Um, I, I think he's right outside of the Mark Andrews, Zach Ertz. And then I think he's right there with the Darren Waller. Um, you know, with Darren Waller and then the Titans uh, surrounding him. So you got a B plus at tight end for me. Uh, let's move the bench where you have Tannehill, Matt Breida, Zach Moss, James Robinson, CeeDee Lamb, and Dallas Goddard. So with Tannehill, I mentioned earlier, I think that he's an okay player. Um, I think that there's, wide, there's quarterbacks out there that you can find. Like, I wouldn't be mad at you dropping Tannehill and then going to pick up Jared Goff or Kirk Cousins. Um, that's something that I would actually look to do maybe this week. Then uh, Matt Breida, who we still don't know what's going on in that backfield. Um, is it Breida? Is it Howard? Um, I, I like to have, honestly, whatever one, if one takes over the starting role, I could see it being Breida. And I could see him being a, a, a talented back, or he is a talented back. I could see him being a good fantasy running back. Um, in that uh, it's a new offense, new team completely, um, a better team for sure. So I think I think there's value in Brita um, with Howard being there, obviously. But I don't think you'll see him score a lot of touchdowns um, if Howard is there because Howard is such a good goal line back. Um, then we have Zach Moss. Uh, he, I, I'm trying to stay away from the Buffalo backfield with him and Singletary, but one of them has a chance to become the lead back, um, especially if there's any, if, if an injury would happen to Singletary, you know, Zach Moss steps into the, he's, he's the running back one for the Bills, and I think he's the running back two in fantasy, um, if that were to happen. And I think he has standalone value as well. I just don't think that it's that much. I, I would keep him stashed on my bench. He's someone that I wouldn't drop um, yet until you see what happens, play, until you see what plays out in that backfield, but he's someone that I would definitely stash um, you know, for week three, week four, week five. 
moved down to James Robinson, um, who is the starting running back for the Jaguars. He went from RB3, RB4 to, you know, he's the starting running back now in the last week. So good news for him. Good news for you. Um, I, I know that you were thinking about starting him. Um, you were having troubles with that. I, I still don't know. You know, it's hard to tell because there was no preseason. We don't know what this guy looks like. We don't we we only can go off of what they what they tell us and what they've told us is he's an, he's the RV one. Um, so I, I wouldn't be mad or I wouldn't be upset. I, I could see it. Um, I could see I could vision him starting and him playing um, pretty decent this week. Um, the other thing that troubles me with him this week is I think that they're going to be losing. A, um, they will, I think they'll be losing. I think they'll be playing from behind the whole game. Um, and Indy's defense has improved this year, which uh, I worry about. And, and I don't think he's going to be the number one pass catcher running back. I think you have Chris Thompson there for a reason. Um, so, so I would struggle starting him this week if it were me, but I, I would see why you would want to. Um, then we move to CD Lamb. I love C.D. Lamb as a player. I think he was the best wide receiver in the draft. But I do wonder if he's going to get his in this offense with so many mouths to feed. We have Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, Blake Jarwin, Ezekiel Elliott, um, Jerry Jones says Tony Pollard. I mentioned him earlier. I don't think that's much of a threat. Um, And then we have C.D. Lamb. Is C.D. Lamb going to be – he's already the third wide receiver. Is he going to be the – third receiving option or will he be fourth or fifth um behind Zeke or Blake Jarwin or and you never know um I don't see him overtaking Gallup or Cooper um I I just he's someone that I really like in the NFL but I'm not as big on fantasy just because of how many options there are in front of him um and on that team and then we move to Dallas Goddard. Dallas Goddard is someone that I think has tight end one fantasy value in an offense where he's the number two tight end behind Zach Ertz. Like I mentioned earlier, they have their wide receiving options are just slim to none. So I can see them running a lot of two tight end sets with Goddard and Ertz. And then they have DJX, Boston Scott, uh, Miles Sanders, and then Greg Ward. I, I just, I, I like Goddard. Um, I think that you could possibly explore trade options for Goddard, especially if he has a couple good weeks. Um, he's someone that I I would look to trade, especially when you have a uh, guy like Evan Ingram in front of him. But I would wait it out a couple weeks to see how he plays and to see how Evan Ingram plays and to see if Ingram can stay healthy. So um, for the bench, I gave you a B, which brings you out to a um, – C plus, uh, you know, one point away in the grading scale from being a B. So uh, there's that. Um, I'll go over the final rankings. I'll give our Bs, our Cs, and then our C pluses. So we have Dakota, Clay, me, Garrett, Jake at uh, rank B with B grades. Then we have Zeke, Kyle, Smitty, Jim, and Gump with C plus grades. And then the only um, C that I gave was Burke. Um, I, I'm not a big fan of his team. I think that he, he reached on a lot of players. But it, it could pay out for him because they, the players were decent players, but I think that just hurt him in the draft. So it, he, he'll, I think Burke's problem will be just um, depth and then if he can find a couple guys on the waiver wire or maybe explore some trade options. Um, 
Overall, though, I, I do think that everyone has a decent team. Um, I don't think there's any team, even the Bs that I like that are graded. I don't think that they're that much that they're that far ahead of any other team. I just think that there's a couple players here or there that uh, have, you know, have a little more depth at a position or have just a, a better a couple better starters. Um, and then just to speak on that real quick, I gave Dakota a B grade when I don't like any of his running backs, but they have a little bit of potential and he has really good depth at wide receiver. Um, he has a good, really good tight end, really good quarterback. So the grades obviously don't mean anything. They don't mean much. Um, they're just what I think. Uh, honestly, that, that's just how that, that, that's just what I think. Um, but yeah, so that, this is the final, um, podcast for the roster dives. Um, I think what I'm going to do is, Maybe skip or maybe for this league, go with one or two podcasts a week um, going forwards. Maybe like a Tuesday, maybe like a Tuesday going over the games, um, who wins all the records and then possibly um, and then maybe on that Tuesday as well. I'll give out, you know, my stardom sit for Thursday's game and then we go maybe like Friday, Saturday, talk about um Sunday's games and the matchups and then obviously if um we want to see more sorry Kaya relax if we want to see more of this league um you know hit me on twitter at zizzy underscore sports um on instagram at zizzy underscore sports so on both platforms at zizzy underscore sports z-i-z-z-y underscore sports um you can uh find me there you can dm me um, I'll be active in my DMs, comment on anything, um, anything like that. So, uh, then yeah, I think we're good. Um, we're going to end it on that. So, uh, look for my next podcast. Hopefully it comes out tomorrow or Saturday. Um, going over some NHL with Scott, NBA with Brandon. Um, and then, uh, and it, NFL probably with Brandon as well um, with some bets. Um, Until then, peace out. Stay safe.